Welcome to Big Hospitality's latest United We Stand podcast. Today, we're talking to Asif Mohammed, a partner at restaurant consultancy Main Course Associates and also a director at Italian steak restaurant group Macellaio RC. So thanks for joining us, Asif. You advise a number of restaurant groups, but are most closely involved with Macellaio RC, which is now an international business. Uh, I understand the majority of your sites are closed, but that a few have pivoted to retail. Yes, sure. Uh, first of all, thank you so much for having me. Um, Machelayo is a group of uh, restaurants and operates uh, seven units overall. So we have five in London, one in Milan, and one that we'd recently opened in Miami in, in over in Florida, America. And yeah, I'm afraid the Milan and Miami restaurant had to shut down relatively quickly in response to what's been happening. And in London, we took a decision to close two of the strategic locations. And from the other three, we are operating a delivery um, business as well as a takeaway. So you could come to our shop. Um, we're still ensuring that there are strict social distancing measures. And you could buy either a wine or our steak, um, and we'll tell you how to make it at home and, and so on. So, All restaurants have money tied up in stock, but I, I think the, probably the, 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 the model of Machelai, I mean, you, you know, you've, you've got huge fridges full of very expensive cuts of delicious beef and a, a quite a high-end wine list, I, I guess you, you need to do something with that, don't you? You can't just let that sit there. Well, absolutely, absolutely. And, and thankfully, whereas for a lot of other businesses, the, the you know meat and fish and so on is deemed very, very perishable, um, in our case, given that we dry age or beef for nearly four to six weeks, um, it is it somewhat comes into play for us. So yeah, we decided that we wanted to, um, you know, still provide food through Deliveroo and Uber Eats and all the other platforms. But at the same time, people can come to our shop and buy a piece of meat, sort of like a butcher, um, and therefore we are able to use that that stock. And uh, yes, at the same time, we've done the same thing with the wine. Uh, and you actually, well, you actually, so. quite well set up for that. I mean, for for, for those that, that that don't know, you you you're. Your, your your restaurants sort of contain, almost certainly most of them contain butchers counters, don't they? Yes, yes, indeed. That that's part of the you know the ethos of the uh, of what we sell. Machello literally means butcher in, in in Italian slang, and so butcher, having a butcher counter for us is, is a very important thing. So at the moment, yeah, we've simply flipped it on on its head. And will you look to to to, to resupply, or or is this more about using up existing stock? Um, we, I think the, the the overall response has been very good. Our, our loyal customers are very, very happy. And at the same time, we're getting some new customers coming in as well who really want to experience something different, um, given that there's such shortage of overall food in a way. I mean, you, you've got supermarkets and so on, but a lot of restaurants are shut. Um, so there's, there's a lot less uh, available. So yeah, I mean, we, we've been in touch with our uh, suppliers and so on, and 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 they are they stand by as and when we need. But frankly, at the moment, you know, across the the five UK restaurants, we have a ton of stock available. So currently, it's a matter of getting beyond that. We estimate that that will probably last us until end of June, and by that stage, hopefully, there'll be some more certainty about what's happening. Because I guess that obviously, obviously, the, the, I mean, all, all all the food you import obviously comes from Italy, and and Italy has been yeah. quite badly affected by this. Do you think that's 
will that affect supply going forwards or well so we had anticipated it in a way we'd been tracking what's been happening over in given that we are in food and we've been tracking this from very very early in february and so before it actually became became such a big pandemic we had um ordered containers and so we we you know we we bought sufficient stock um in planning for this and and this is part of what you have to do as a business owner that you know you you're looking at crisis management and so as and when situations may be developing you take uh, precautionary action and and such as one we did so yeah as i said we're comfortable at the moment with the stock that we've got and what as i said earlier what's great about us is that we dry age our beef so it's all dry aging at the moment in these fantastic meat sellers that we've got and what what proportion roughly of, of your staff have you have you furloughed yes indeed we, we've had to do um, most of them, so I mean, you know, are from employees, you know, in excess of 150 staff, and there's very few people working. in there's only three operational restaurants at the moment, and with social distancing, and given that there's very little cooking involved, uh, I'd say nearly 90% of the staff has had to be furloughed. And what do you think about the other support the government has made available? So there are there are three other main things that the government's done. One of them is the CBILS, um loan scheme, which um, is useful. Um, what we're finding, though, is that the banks are extremely slow at handling with it, but also there's a general lack of understanding uh, in the overall sector. So if you were a restaurant owner and you opened a site, you spent half a million to three quarters of a million pounds in Q3 or Q4 of last year opening it, you're not profitable yet, and you know, such is the nature of the sector. But the, the, what the banks seem to be saying currently is that, well, if you weren't profitable before, we're not necessarily going to consider you as such. And that's a shame because you know they need to be looking at the overall viability of the project as opposed to saying what what happened in the past and you know 18 or 24 months ago. Um, but, but that said, there are some other lenders who who are being very um, very very good, and we've been having relative success in obtaining the loans. Um, but it's it's a I must admit it is still a slower process. We'd like it to be a bit. Uh, better. The other thing was the was the uh, rates abolishment, and that's very welcome. But the the, the grant of twenty five thousand pound is only if you uh, you can only get that if your rateable value is under fifty one thousand pounds. But frankly, in central London, that's yeah, just that's, not going to happen. That's, that's and so, not really any restaurants, is it? <laughs> no, no, which is a shame. You know, we we wanted the, the chancellor to have a bit you know another look at it really what about landlords yeah so i think that's the that's the biggest uh, dilemma i must admit for 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 for, for us and some of our portfolio clients but also lots of friends and associates that we speak to and colleagues a lot of landlords i must admit have been very uh, receptive and, and and they've come and they've offered rent holidays and stuff and, and you know the bottom line is very simple the hospitality industry requires a rent holiday for at least this period that we're in now so this is the q2 of this year that's april may June. And, you know, what would be nice is if the government came up with some kind of a solution that offered landlords uh, some support that they were able to then pass it on to us or, or come straight to us and offer us a direct stimuli in our businesses and therefore we can pay the landlords if, that, if that's the case. But yes, we, we would like that, um, you know, there is some more movement on this front because, you know, after wages, which is very welcome, uh, you know, rents certainly in central London or London are are, are our biggest, a um, very big concern. Obviously, in, in your role, you you give people financial advice in terms of restaurants, quite specialist specialist advice. 
what other general advice w- would you give to someone listening to this that, that that runs a restaurant or a group of restaurants? I think the most important thing that um, any business, but particularly hospitality businesses, have to have to remember, given that we would probably be the last to uh, allowed to open and then operate again, um, is that you know the music stops when the cash runs out. So whatever cash you may have currently in your um, bank. Um, or whatever cash you're planning to get, whether that's through the grants or Siegel's uh, loan scheme and so on, or by negotiating with your landlords and suppliers, just ensure that you do not run out of cash. Um, now, I know that's very difficult because, you know, restaurants operate at fine margins and so on. It's generally a labor of love for us anyway. Um, but that's the most important thing. So I think it, it, you've got to have a four or five pronged approach whereby you're talking, communi- you know, communication is going to be the key here. Talk to your landlords, talk to your suppliers, certainly get the government uh, loan funding wherever that's available and where that isn't available, then you may need to shop around to a couple of other banks. We've had this in the past where um, in the first week of Siebel's, uh, most banks were saying that they're not going to consider other applications. But now that the initial burden sort of lifting, they are working on that. Uh, and then certainly with the furlough scheme, um, it's nice that the furlough is there, but remember, you still have to often you know, put up the money up front and then get paid. What we are finding, though, is that our staff are really working with us to say, well, look, um, well, process the payroll, uh, apply for the um, reclaim, and then once that comes through, you can then pay us. So actually, that's really nice that everybody sort of seems to be coming together. But, you know, my, my under, undertone here is that please just ensure that your cash does not run out. Sure. And switching back to uh, Machalaya, I mean, it, it would it would appear Machalaya is, is, is quite well placed to introduce various types of 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 offerings sort of food for off-premises consumption what is that doing in business terms i mean is that is that keeping the light on lights on i mean how do you view that yes so um actually this also relates to the previous question that you'd you'd asked me and and the last part of that and and also the covering mentionario part is um we've also got to ensure amongst all of this drama that's happening at the moment to remain relevant so you've got to come up you know it's a creative industry so we've got to come up with creative solutions by ensuring that you are there uh, and by trading and and on our personally as a, as a cfo as a finance director for various businesses i'm saying that look i wouldn't necessarily worry too much about profitability or loss at the moment what's important is to have the cash churning and so um, at Machilayo, with the introduction of um, takeout and delivery services, and, and we are actually pushing them as well at the same time uh, through marketing channels, and a lot of people have completely gone away from marketing. You've got to keep relevant. What we are finding is that the turnover has actually started to increase now, um, even though it's still significantly down from where it used to be. But it's it's very helpful, and we've noticed a trend over the last four weeks that there is a gradual increase week on week. And I think ultimately people are going to want to have that variation of food. So if, if restaurant owners can come up um, with offers that they could do off-site, then that's, that, that'll be very, very good and very welcome. Were you working with these delivery partners to get hot food to people prior to this, or is that something you've introduced following the crisis? Um, well, in, in some cases, we had been doing it before. In, in some other cases, we've we've had to simply you know restart with that. Um, and, and I must admit that given that there is a lot of 
staff available who you may have had to furlough before. Uh, you know, the reality is a lot of people don't just want to sit at home and, and, and get the money. They, they also want to be doing something. As long as we're still following the government guidelines and so just social distancing and so on, you may even be able to use some of your own staff to do deliveries within, you know, one or two kilometer radius. And actually we have found that in some cases that's working rather well. Uh, you know, you also have a better better margin as a result because you're not having to pay a, a, a relative big chunk to a delivery operator as a result. It, it, as I said earlier, it's going to be a, a, a multi-pronged approach that you have to do. And finally, what are, you, what are your thoughts on what the, 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 the trading environment's gonna be like and, and the challenges that are gonna be involved when restaurants are allowed to reopen for um, for eating? Um, it's a big challenge, um, and partly because of the uncertainty, and partly because um, as and when we are allowed to open, we feel that there's going to be the, the distancing measures in place. And therefore, you very likely are going to be operating at a you know 40 to 50% capacity, if that. Uh, and if that is the case, then you definitely have to come up with better and other solutions whereby you can make up for that lost revenue. Because I do worry at the same time that once these, once we are allowed to open and operate in whatever capacity that is, I feel that the government support may completely go away, mm. uh, i.e. the furlough scheme and so on. And if that happens, then I think the restaurants are going to find it very, very difficult. Yeah, so, um Indeed, and so we we have to we would certainly want the government to think about that. You know, it's a, it's a very key part of the economy, this sector, and would like that there's some kind of thought put into it by the time we're allowed to open. And if we are allowed to open in a reduced capacity, I think it it, it goes without saying that we will absolutely be requiring government further government support. Well, thank you very much for for joining us, and hopefully we'll catch up with you in one of your restaurants before too long. 